see I'm still rocking my jersey. This jersey's gonna, you know, I just feel like, you know, when you look good, you play good. Steve Eisenman, who looked better than him? Anyway, folks, I am back. Don't forget the Becoming Richie Rich podcast is available everywhere. So if you rather listen to it, listen to this podcast episode on the go, you know how to now. And this episode is brought to you by Thinking Cap, please. Ah, yeah. Wordy.com. That is my social media site. You got to check it out, folks. Come on now. What are you waiting on? Go check it out. All right, folks. Um, we're going to be using Wordy.com again for this stock. I got a new one that came down the screener. For this episode, I'm asking for 20 likes. If you enjoy this, even a pinch, please like the video. It helps. All right, here it is, folks. I'm going to go ahead and create a word on wordy.com. You got to check it out. It's a beautiful site. I love it. All right, I use my, my desktop. I, it's also available on your phone, but I like I like this way. All right, here it is. I'm going to play around here and do a couple things just to make it a little more prominent. Okay. Athenex. Is that what it's called? I can't pronounce this, this title. Ethanex, Ethanex, I'm not sure. But anyway, if you're here just to get a quick answer, should I invest in this company or not? Let's take a look at the graph. All right, without any real an analysis, without any real analysis, this stock since the month of October of last year has pretty much been the exact same, hasn't moved, hasn't really went up, hasn't really went down, pretty boring if you wanna be honest. So on that basis, I'm gonna go with probably not, this is probably not a stock you wanna get in, okay? Uh, but we'll find out if that's really true. Again, I'm going based off of a simple graph without any more information. Okay. It's not necessarily the best way to determine whether or not you should invest in this in the company. But I will say if you still would like to invest in this company, there is one thing I like, I like that I'm looking at. I'm seeing that in the month of August, August, uh, 2022 around summer, it had a nice little surge. So perhaps if you want to get in now, while it's still cheap at 18 cents, there's a possibility around, you know, June, July, August time frame, this thing could have a nice little jump. And you can see it's very it's a very stable jump too, because it's just really horizontal. It's not any fluctuation. And it seems like this company does that. This seems to be this stock's calling card. Wherever it's trading at, it's pretty solid there. <clears throat> so that's the quick version. I just want to get some, you know, get some information to roll out. There you go. There you, there you have it. But for those people who would like to stick around, let's figure out what's going on and how this, this stock really works. First off, I would like to take a look at the Market cap, 28 million, not substantial in my personal opinion, but look at that revenue. Woo-wee, that's a lot of money. They make a lot of money. This company make a lot of money. Now the question is, are they sharing it with the with the shareholders? Are they sharing it with us? Because these stock prices is very low. That's a lot of money for a weak stock price like this. But that's just my opinion, of course. You know, I'm not your financial advisor, by the way. Disclaimer. But at the same time, that's a lot of money, a lot of revenue. What, what y'all doing with that money over there? That's what I'm asking. Anyway, all right, let's keep it moving. Let's figure it out. So let's now look at the profile. Ethanex Incorporated is a clinical stage biopharmaceutical company. The company is focused on the discovery, development, and commercialization of next generation cell therapy drugs for the treatment of cancer. Oh, this company is a godsend. This company is doing a great thing for the earth. They are trying to apparently fix cancer, solve cancer, figure out ways to uh, treat cancer. And I lost my mother to breast cancer. So, you know, I got to make sure I remove the bias here. Obviously, any company that's trying to defeat cancer is like, sign me up. I'd rather invest in a company than, you know, send money to one of these little, you know, these little, whatever these things are called. They're trying to raise money. But it's like, you don't know where your money is going. At least if I invest in a company that's truly fighting cancer, at least I'm doing my part. Um, yeah, so I got to remove the bias, obviously. 
But I like that they're doing that. I like the fact that they're doing it with a lot of revenue. And if we look here, we'll see they have 659 employees. I like that this company is large. This is a large company, not a small company. All right. Um, yeah, a lot to like there. A lot to like there for sure. All right, let's keep looking though. We're not gonna stop right there. And uh, you know, we certainly have more to investigate. I would like to see something real quick. Uh, there's some information I can pilfer. And right here, the next earning date is March 14th, which means they'll, they'll uh, divulge how their finances are going, how their revenue is going. It's always a good idea to get in before um, a earnings date. If you get in now, you can certainly ride this wave until the earnings report. I think that, it, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I, for, for those people who heard what I said in the, in the beginning and left, they might should have stayed around. All right, but let's keep looking around. First off, let's look at the financial summary. FNX reported earnings results for the third quarter. For the third quarter, the company reported revenue of 33.53 million compared to 31.43 million a year ago. That's a profit, right? They, they did uh, technically make more money than last year. That's always a good sign in my personal opinion. However, it was a net loss of 19.67 million, which means they projected to make a lot more. So yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. So they, their projections were very overzealous. Um, not necessarily the best thing there. And when we look at the return on investment, uh, on average, investors lose about 50% of their money. Ugh. Not good, not good, not good, but it's a penny stock. And if you're going to invest in a company like that or this, rather, you should expect some losses. I'm not sure if anybody or if no one understands that you, you're going to lose money if you're investing in penny stocks for sure, because technically you're investing in companies that are not good. <laughs> technically all right and the goal is what we try to do is find companies that are good it just are in a rough phase in their you know their business uh, life cycle all right anyway a lot there for sure now if we take a look we'll uh glance over here at the ratio the pe ratio you know my favorite pe ratio is 25 i don't know why it just it just is it feels good when a company's pe ratio is 25 but this one here is a uh, negative 0.16 and the industry in whole is 7.72 everybody has their own preferences not you know whatever and as far as dividends i'm telling you my fingers are crossed one of these days i run across a, a penny stock that offers dividends this ain't the one all right <laughs> keep looking now we're going to look at the earnings the revenue was 33.53 million beautiful and the forecast is 28.92 million so i'm not understanding in terms of the uh the net loss for the third quarter i'm not understanding that because Right here, it just it shows that the forecast is 28.92 million and that they blew those numbers out the water. So this is something I will probably sit down and really come through through some documents, do some searches online and try, try to figure out what's going on here. On one aspect, they took a loss. On the other aspect, it's showing that they have actually exceeded their forecast. So this is going to take some more examination that I'm not going to do here on this particular episode. But it's just good to see that they made some money there. They made some revenue uh, increases, some growth. Anytime a company is growing financially, I don't care what nobody said. That's a good sign in my personal opinion, of course. Now, let's keep it moving. Let's now look at some technical indicators based on technical analysis and algorithms and computers uh, for hourly trading, a sale in, in both directions. And on day trading, actually, surprisingly, this is a buy on technical indicators. But in terms of moving averages, it is a sale. In terms of weekly moving and technical analysis, it is a sale and strong sale. Monthly, strong sale on both 
fronts. All right. So let's tie, it's time to do a little bit of tweaking here. I don't believe it's an A right now. I do believe it's more like a B. And let's see how that B holds up as we continue to dig. Now, let's look at my favorite part of the historical data. And based on that picture graph we saw, we saw that the company doesn't fluctuate a lot. That's not good for me. I don't like a company that doesn't move. Uh, the, there's another way to look at it, obviously. It's basically saying, hey, this company is very stable. If you like a company or to, to invest in a penny stock that doesn't move around a lot, it's not very volatile, I think you got one. All right, this is a company that won't surprise you unless it surprises you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But here we go. Let's look over the last 30 days. Over the last... 30 days, the high is 19.6. That is not a, that's not good. That's not good in my personal opinion. That means if you get in right now, you're going to make money, but it won't be a lot, right? Or you, you, I would say the, the earning potential is there, but it won't, it's not a high earning potential. I'll tell you what I would like to see here. All right. In terms of the high, I would like to see the number 27. That's what, that's what my mind is hoping this stock would have shown me. It, it hasn't shown me that. And then the average eight is 18.2, which means that right now it is trading at its average. It's doing what it always does. Again, this is a company that's very stable. You will not be surprised by this company. And for some people, that might be a good thing. If you are a uh, person that's investing for the first time, the first few times, here you go. All right. Uh, throw 10 to $1,000 here. I'm not your financial investor, by, by, by the way. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, but still, we're we're friends, and if you were my friend, I would say, hey man, you, you don't invest. Hey, hey man, hey uh, girlfriend, you don't invest that much. Then here, here's a, here's a safe company. Throw about fifty dollars to this company, and just kind of sit back and watch what happens. You might you might see it dip down to forty six dollars. You might see it go up to fifty three, and you make a decision what you want to do. So it doesn't move a lot. And as far as losses, it drops down sometimes to four, or actually it dropped down to 14 or 0.142. That's not a huge drop in my personal opinion, but I'll tell you this. If you ever see this company trading at 0.14 uh, cents, you better jump in. You better hop in with three feet, okay? Because if it drops down to 14.2, there's some money to make. It's going to come right back up to 18. We see that all the time with this company. Now, I want to dig a little deeper. When a company is not showing me what I want to see, then there's only one thing to do. Go further and the history of it. All right, you meet a, a person and you check their social media and everything looks clean, go further back. <laughs> we're gonna go all the way back to 2021 and we're gonna go to this exact same day, which is January 31st in my universe. I'm not sure when you're watching this. Let's go back to January 31st, 2021 and let's really dig up those skeletons. Let's see what this company does. All right, here we go, folks. Uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? The highest $15. Whoa. The lowest 11 cents. The average is $2. Man, that's, that's, uh, wait a minute. Let's, let's do something else. I want to go back a year. Maybe, maybe two years is a little far. This company was a banger at one point. That's what that shows me. I want to go back to last year. If we just look at the last year in, in, in general, we'll find that the company traded at a high of $1.20. That's more, that's more, <sighs> okay. <sighs> Calm down. That's a more, a little more realistic. So we did. They, they, this stock did hit a dollar at some point. And in terms of uh, average, forty-eight cents. I like that. That's not bad. In terms of a low, eleven cents. We saw that. If you ever see the stock trading at eleven cents, you jump in with three feet because apparently something, you know, something went on. But it's going to come back to about eighteen cents. This stock is comfortable at eighteen cents, which is where it is trading at today. But I like the fact that we went back a year and we see that at some point the stock did have some, some, some muscle. All right, I don't know what's going on right now. Let's look, let's look at some news. Let's find out something. Uh, first, I would like to take a look at the stock split history. And according to this reference or resource, there are zero splits. I like that. And I'm going to go to another resource and see if we can find out some more things. Okay, let's see if I can find out. I'm going to check a secondary source because sometimes one is not enough. All right, 
me see here. If I can find out, there we go. Show me something, please show me something. I'm gonna go to charting and I'm gonna go to splits and I'm gonna see that this source also reports no stock splits. That's a good sign, folks. That's a good sign. Not so good that I'm gonna raise it from a B, but it's just a good sign in general. Now I'm gonna to go to Finviz and look at the news. This is a very important resource. Let's look at the news. Okay, they announced a decision on oral, whatever that word is. So apparently some type of treatment. And I'm hoping that that's related to cancer. Um, they are to close a, one of their plants. They got a, a 94, oh, I'm sorry, 92 employees were laid off. That's not good news. I'm surprised that there were no significant drops on that day. Okay, there was a huge 18% spike on the day that they announced Quantum Leap Healthcare Collaborative Reports positive trial results. So something about this whole oral packet, whatever that word is, something about this particular medicine or whatever, uh, it had a positive trial, which, mean, which means that the investors were very happy to see that, you know, one of their tests showed prominence and showed uh, positive results. So they were like, oh, all right, you know, this, this, is, uh, this, this investment is really going to pay off. Let's put some more money in. And, and other people who, who were probably waiting on the trial to happen to see if the company was actually doing a good job with this whole medicine they're creating. They saw that, uh, you know, the, it was a positive trial. Perhaps the medicine removed some cancer cells. I'm not sure. I got to read the article. But they probably saw something to that effect. And they said, well, it's time to get in now before it explodes. Let's get in right now while it's trading at 18 cents because, uh, you know, in, in five years, this thing could be trading higher. We don't know. Uh, but if we look and we see some of the big drops on this day, December 16th, there was a big drop. And there was a 503B sterile compounding business. I'm not sure I would read that article if, if it were not for me recording live. Uh, for this episode, I will read that in, in detail, obviously. And then, um, Anthony to provide corporate and financial update, files, definitive proxy statement. So, oh, it's a huge loss 50%, 51% loss. What happened on that day? Uh, do insiders own lots of shares and ethnics? So, apparently, an article came out which questioned the ethics of the company, and perhaps they were trying to make the accusation that you know people within the company own shares themselves. Do insiders own lots of shares in Ethnics Incorporated? So this is definitely a nice, juicy uh, article you can read. Okay, here we go. Every investor in Ethnics should be aware of the most powerful shareholders groups. Large companies usually have institutions as shareholders. And we usually see insiders owning... All right, so maybe this is a different situation in which some of the big boys, they're, they're actually asking this... Uh, Yahoo Finance article is asking, do the big boys own shares in this company? So not quite what I thought initially. All right, but do the big boys own shares here? That's what the, I think this article was trying to specify. Warren Buffett said that he likes a business with enduring competitive advantages. All right, with a market cap capitalization of 135 million. Ethnex is a small cap stock. Okay. All right, what does the institutional ownership tell us about Ethnex? Let's just jump to the point here. Where is it? Give me the points. So, uh, institutional investors commonly compare their own returns to the returns of a commonly followed index. Give me the meat and potatoes, please. Stop wasting my time. Here we go. We can see the ethics does not have institutional investors. So what they're saying is the big boys are not investing here and it might not be a good investment overall. OK, that's the meat and potatoes. All right. Next, we're going to take a look at the short percentage flow to see if there are any people waiting for this stock to crumble, i.e., uh, you know, J.C. Penney's Toys R Us. So as of right now, the short percentage flow is 5%. Only 5% of investors are really counting the stock to just absolutely flounder. That's not a bad number, okay? Moving on to Cap Edge. I've already did the work. I want to see the filings for Ethnex and see if they have any type of reports that we should be aware of. Okay, let's look. Okay, positive results. That's always a good sign, positive. 
All right, here is their delisting notification. And that came out on September 22nd of last year, which means they have six months from September to regain compliance. September, October, November, December, January, March. That means that by March, they have to have brought their stock price above a dollar. They also have a earnings report in March, March 14th. So there's two things happening in March that are worthwhile. Okay, they have an earnings report and they should have regained compliance by March. Let's look at this article since they allow us to. Sometimes you have to actually be a member. So they have to regain compliance by March 18th and then they have their, what is it called? They have their earnings report on March 14th, just four days before they need to regain compliance. And if I'm being a realist, they are not going to raise their stock price above a dollar between now, which is January 31st in my universe, in March, okay? They're just not gonna do that. That means that there's something to be considered there. I'm gonna drop this down to a C plus because this stock has some really big decisions to make. Because they are not in compliance, they could potentially decide to do a reverse split or a stock split to raise their price artificially above a dollar. I'm not like I'm not liking it. I hate stock splits. Some people might like them. I, I hate them with a burning passion. So for me, I, I yeah, I'm not. Oh, look, look at this. Ah, that's funny. Look, we went to uh, marketscreener.com and we uh, clicked on ratings, which tells us the rating for ATNX or Ethnex. And look, it's a C. If you are wondering if I was the real deal, that's the evidence right there. I got. I still have it at C plus because I haven't went further. But you can see that we both agree. We're both in about about the same space. So that is like checking your math homework. You're checking me to see if I know what I'm talking about. There's the grade right there. It's a C. So anyway, let's keep looking. In terms of strengths, the stock, which is currently worth uh, whatever. I, I hate reading those things. It never makes sense to me. All right, it's currently worth six two cents time of sale. Whatever. And analysts have can uh, consistently raise their revenue expectations, so they have high expectations. Analyst option uh, pen has improved significantly, so they starting to think highly of it. Let's look at the weaknesses. All right, uh, the company's earnings releases usually do not meet expectations, so that's another big reveal. Uh, we're talking about March 14th being a big day, and usually companies see a nice spike in their stock price and investor interest uh, because usually there's a good number to report, especially for this company. We saw that they're really kicking some butt in terms of revenue. However, they're saying that the company's earning releases usually do not meet expectations, which means the 14th might not really generate much interest, especially just before the uh, the, the uh, uh, NASDAQ expect, is expecting to meet with them and say, hey, are you in compliance on the 18th? So that is something to strongly consider, if I'm being honest. I'm going to drop this down to a C. Okay. Now let's take a look at some risk analysis, shall we? It says it has less than one year of cash runway, so they're saying that they're they, you know, they're not far away from problems if things don't go right soon. Currently unprofitable. Okay. Volatile price. I don't know if I agree with that one because we saw with our own eyes that it's not very volatile. I mean, unless they're looking at five years at a time, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, so there you have it, folks. That's generally what we can expect here. It's trading at about eighteen four, and if you were to get into eighteen four. What was the high? The high was like 19. You know, it's like it's not really much here. I'm telling you, it's not, not a lot of meat on the bone. And, you know, let's, let's just have some fun, I guess, if it traded for a dollar at some point because people started investing in it and you jumped in with about 5,000 shares, you could expect to spend $920 for that investment and make a profit of 4,000 if it regained compliance. But it's just not going to do that. So if you, you know, we're being realistic, you can probably expect it to go up to about 22 cents. Okay, and if that, if that happened, you would spend $920 to make $180. I'm not interested. I'm going to drop down to about a C minus, man. It's just, now I'm going to tell you what I, what I will do. I will put it on my watch list and kind of set my alarm for maybe March 
13th and just see what's look what it's looking like. If it's starting to do well, maybe I'll jump in. Maybe maybe not March 13th, maybe even March 10th and see what I'm looking at here and kind of re you know do this whole process again and see if I want to get in then. Uh because yeah, it's just not not a lot, a lot it's just not a lot of interest here, not a lot of movement. And I'm going to go back real quick and look at the volume uh because sometimes that can tell us some things in terms of volume zero. Is that a glitch? Is that a like a mistake? That's kind of weird. Usually that you know I don't know about that. I have to, I have to, I have to look at it. Look at that again. Here it is. Okay. Thank you. I was gonna say this kind of weird. So six hundred thousand people or six hundred thousand trades were made on this uh, particular stock today. So that's not a lot of value. You know, we, I like to see value in the millions. If I'm being honest with you, right? So our last stop before we conclude this episode is Stock Twix. We're gonna look at what the current investors are saying about this company. Here we go, folks. It's telling me that is uh, not a single director bought shares. This person is pissed. Not a single director bought shares. The stock was given to them, presumably for their great performance. Wow. So nobody, uh, it's, it looks like this person, Larry, is saying that the company itself uh, is not really believing in itself because even its own directors did not buy shares of its own company. Not a good sign, right? And this person is saying, let's keep looking, let's keep looking. Uh, CEO and chairman of the board just picked up. Okay, so that's con conflicting, you know, conflicting reports. This person is saying the CEO and chairman uh, picked up about 22,000 shares. This person person might be saying they didn't really buy them. They were given to them, right? So I don't know. There's a lot of stuff there. That's why we go to StockTwist for great information. All right, here it is. We got some forms. You can click on those at your leisure. I'm just trying to find some. Uh, not a lot of people here. That's what I'm noticing. It's not a lot of people here. Not a lot of people here. And I know why, because there's not a lot of fun things happening for this company. This stock is really basic. Here we go. Low float. This person says the float is 29.8 million outstanding shares. Wait for the squeeze. Boring stock. Did I call it or did I call it? This person is bored. Again, this is a stock for people who don't want a lot of fluctuation. You're just getting in. You, you know, you, you want something pretty safe, but it's not safe because March is coming around the corner and it's a lot going on in March. I'm not going to touch this stock right now. And I'm really pissed because I really want to get my, I want to get some skin in the game. But, you know, sometimes you got to just realize there's nothing there and you got to sit it out and just wait for that. That, that uh, you know, it's like being at, at the plate. You know, I'm waiting for a nice fastball. I want to hit so bad, but they're just not throwing good pitches. So we'll keep looking, folks. I hope you enjoyed this. That's all I got. You know, if you jump in, if you do decide to jump in, let me know. I, I would be interested in finding, you know, people who want to actually invest here. And uh, thank you for watching. As you know, if you, you like the episode, I'll drop another one. That's how it works. If not, I'm going to uh, probably wait about three months before I drop the next one. Just because y'all not participating or, or helping. Because I'm petty. Anyway, it's been good. Peace.